my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. That we can, and so help us God, we will make America great again. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the No Gimmicks Podcast. I'm your humble host, as always, Brady Leonard. Hope you guys are having a fantastic week. Uh, great show for you today. I was joined by my friend Aaron Bandler. Always a great time talking to Aaron. Uh, we discussed the disastrous results of the California recall election. Uh, we talked about uh, Mark Milley, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs, uh, committing literal treason. Um, and, and we talked about some football, too, because the news is super depressing and has been for the last month or so. And uh, there's a lot of good games this weekend, so we, we talked some football. And we made all of our uh, our picks, our NFL picks, for uh, this upcoming weekend. So uh, that's right towards the end. So stick around for the whole show. Make sure you uh, uh, hear our picks and you can make fun of us because we're probably going to be wrong on most of them. Um, before we get to Aaron, uh, guys, please follow us on Twitter at NoGimmicksPod. Please subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to subscribe. Uh, and if you're on iTunes, please give us a five-star rating and a good review. I'd really appreciate it. And if you like the show and want to get involved, you can support us monthly over on Patreon, patreon.com slash the Podcast. All right, without further ado, the great Aaron Bandler. All right, guys, we're here with my brother, Aaron Bandler. Aaron, how you been, man? Uh, well, I'm just sitting here uh, lamenting the fact that I am surrounded by a bunch of blue idiots in the state of California. How about, how about you, Brady? Yeah. Uh, well, I'm doing better. I, I'm As an Ohioan, I'm by default doing better than you are today. Um, well, thanks, Brady. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get to uh, the disastrous <laughs> results of the uh, California recall election in a minute. But uh, look, I, the podcast has been pretty darn negative for the last month or so. Not a lot of good news to report to Understandable. the back home. So, uh, but there was an awesome weekend of football, so I think we should, <laughs> we should start there. Um, I, people always get mad at us when we talk too much about sports, but I don't care. Um, Tough shit, is what I would say. <laughs> yeah. hey, man, we, we need it. We need it. So, I yeah. mean... Obviously, it's been negative between, you know, the death and destruction in Afghanistan caused by Democrats and the fascism that's been brought to America by Democrats. Um, But but there was an awesome start to the football season. Both of our teams won, the Steelers and the Niners. And, uh, man, there were some great games over the weekend. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I I was actually watching um, the Chiefs-Browns game at a Browns bar with with a friend. And, man, those Browns fans are are pretty wild. Where's you the Browns I mean, bar in Los Angeles? Yes, in Hollywood. I forget <laughs> what it's called, but 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 it was but, but but it was actually pretty fun. You know, of course, I was the one guy not in Browns gear, and because I was wearing red, because I'm, I'm in my Niners gear. If I was a Chiefs fan, I was like, no, no, I, I I'm with I, I'm oh, you guys. I hate the Chiefs. Uh, you know, and, and you know, of course, the Chiefs did win, but it was a really good game. Like it was, it was close. Oh yeah. And then, uh, I mean, the the team I hate the most losing in dramatic fashion on Monday Night Football was awesome. The Raiders came back. Well, no, that was not awesome because, because the Raiders won. I hate the Raiders. So, I mean, I don't I don't have any opinion on the Raiders one way or the other. But uh, man, I hate. Yeah, the Raiders. well, if 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 you grew up with Raiders fans mocking the Niners when the Raiders were also bad, you too would hate would hate the Raiders. <laughs> they haven't been good. I mean, like mid nineties, right? 
the Raiders haven't been good since like. Rich I mean, their their last their last really good year was like 2015 until Derek Carr got hurt. Oh yeah, that's right. They did have a good year. Yeah. But, uh, man, there's a lot of good games. And then the uh, man, I I squeaked out a win in uh, our fantasy league, the the No Gimmicks Podcast Fantasy Football League. You barely lost to Jeremy Frankel, who has like a monster of a team. Yeah, but but I, I would have won if, if I had played Devo Samuel over Raheem Mostert. You know, but like, how's I to know that Mostert was going to get hurt like two like two plays long? I mean, it's out for the year. Typically, I'd agree with you, but judging by Mostert's career, that could have been an indicator that that would happen. Oh, sure. I mean, it, it could have been, <laughs> but I didn't expect it to happen like right away. Oh, dude, how uh, how pissed were you? By the way, I saw that uh, JJ Leahy picked up uh, what's his name, the backup. Back. Oh, Elijah Mitchell. Yeah, yeah. he. Uh, I mean, I kind of. I mean, I kind of figured I wasn't going to get him, but he he DM'd me this morning about possible trade. Uh, I'm sure JT's listening to me right now. Uh, yeah, sure. Like, I'm, I'm, I get off the podcast, what we'll, we'll, we can talk about a trade. Just wheeling and dealing on the podcast. Love it. Yeah. I trade. I already. I. I never. I think this is like the first time ever. I did a trade preseason, and I got. Yeah. Yeah, I traded with uh, Jeff Zell. I got Miles Gaskin. He was somebody that I really was targeting in the draft and didn't get him, and I really wanted him. So I, but I gave up a ton to get him. I gave up uh, Damian Harris and, um, shoot, that deep threat in Chicago. What's his name? Mooney. Right. Mooney. Uh, yeah, I gave up. So I gave up two guys for Gaskin, and I was happy about that. I was happy yeah, about. I that. mean, that, I, I think that seems seems like a good deal to me. But freaking Franco, man, like he, well, I think this is the first year that he's ever drafted live with us. He usually turns on auto draft. Yeah, yeah and, that's true. And out of everybody in the entire league, he probably watches the least amount of football and tries the least hard to win. And he has like well, by I, far the best team in the league. Like, it's, Well, sometimes it's not that bad. happens, you know, because, <laughs> because like if you don't overthink it, because I think... My worst answer to football decisions are when I overthink it. Oh right. You know, and, and I think it's in life. Like, it generally, if you overthink something, like you're gonna you're gonna fail at, at it. You know, because I, 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 I can overthink a lot, and that's sort of like when I start making mistakes. So I don't think fantasy football is any different. Oh you yeah. Know, it's like if we, it, it's, 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 you know, if you just if you're, it's, if you just kind of go with your gut, like sometimes that's all it takes. I'm still going to overthink things in fantasy football because that's what makes it fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, like, I'm sure you're right, and the best strategy is just to pick, like, the best player available. <laughs> just, like, yeah. whatever. But, like, you know, hey, man, I, you know, I make a little, you know, char. I, I target guys. I, I, you know, come up with kind of my own lists of, like, who I think is going to have a good year and stuff like that. But uh, Sure. So one, one more football point. Obviously, you're a Niners fan. Yeah. You have to be a little a little scared of what you saw from Matthew Stafford and the Rams. Uh, yeah, just a little bit, it's, especially after the Niners almost gave away that game in Detroit. Um, basically, what happened in the Lions game was that Jason Verrett, who's our top corner, got hurt. He tore his ACL. Um, and, of course, Verrett's really good, but he but he, that's been sort of a, a hallmark of his career is that he just hasn't been able to stay healthy. Um, and then once he got hurt, you know, Kyle Shanahan pulled all the starters. And between that and the team being deflated by the Barrett injury, the Lions almost back. Um, I, I, I don't think that's going. I, I don't think that that's going to necessarily happen again throughout throughout the rest of the year. Uh, but 
the main concern now is the fact that the Niners corner was our, was our thinnest position. Um, and so now they don't have a top cornerback in a division that has DeAndre Hopkins, uh, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, Cooper Cup, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so, I mean, they, they have like a couple of young guys who maybe can set up, a, who step up. But I, I, I'm hoping that the Niners can pull off a trade um, sometime this year. I mean, Stephon Gilmore would be great, although that, that's kind of a pipe dream. Um, you know, there, there are certainly some teams that have young corners that haven't been able to, that are kind of buried on the depth chart. So maybe they could target one of those guys. Yeah, um, just rely on that pass rush, Bosa and those boys. Yeah, but but uh, Bosa, I mean that that, that was that was a welcome sight to see, to, see, to see Nick Bosa and D Ford healthy again. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, all you need is, I, I mean, a, 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 a great pass rush will oftentimes, um. In mask um, a weaker secondary. I mean, the, the, the hardball years, I mean, the secondary was never, was for the most part not that great. You know, it was the pass rush with Alden Smith and Justin Smith and Mod Brooks, et cetera, that, that, um, that made those defenses so good. I forgot you lost, like, all those guys last year. Your whole team was injured last year. Yeah, Ford, I, I mean, there were, some, there, were some, there were some staff for, like, the, the amount of millions of dollars that were on IR and the Niners were like number one. Like, like, oh, like the, the players of the Niners IR last year, like would have been like an all pro team. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just, I mean, it's, it's, it's really frustrating. You know, it's like for us Niners fans who have suffered for years watching just team after team, just languish, you know, and for me, like, you know, I, I, I come from a family of Niners season ticket holders so since, since 98. So when I was like five, I've been going to Niner games and, you know, my childhood consists of just like watching the team just suck, you know, at Candlestick Park, which, which, you know, I mean, a lot of nostalgia around Candlestick Park, a lot of history, but it was, but like those years, it was a dump, man. It was a dump, you know, it was was a dump stadium watching, watching a dump team <laughs> you know for all those years you know it's like, like we, we, we've been through a lot as niner fans so like we we deserve you know we, we deserve super bowl trophy number six and it's frustrating to see the talent be there to do that but it, it just but it but the availability isn't there because these players it's just you know the, their bodies just keep failing them and, and you know you feel bad for them for sure I know the one year in recent memory where everybody was healthy, you guys went to the Super Bowl. So, <laughs> yeah, and 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 we're six minutes away from winning it too. Oh yeah, if only. Forget if only, yeah. So, uh, it's over for your home state of California, unfortunately. I think. Um, yeah. Larry Elder. I mean, he he got his butt whipped. Californians <laughs> voted not to recall Gavin Newsom by a margin not seen since. Bashir al-Assad's last election. <laughs> I, mean, <God>. like, like, <laughs> I mean, like, it was, what, a 30-something point, 32-point blowout? I mean, my goodness. I, yeah. I, I I can't help but think it's over, man, that California is a failed state. Uh, yeah, I agree. I mean, it, it, uh, I mean, I've kind of known for a while now that California is done for, but I, I, I think last night really sort of crystallized it. Because, look, I mean, there, for, a, for a while there was some hope at the recall could succeed. I mean, at one point there was a poll that showed the recall within, within like three points, and then the margin yeah. of error. And then later, I remember I remember reading like a day or two ago that the polling firm that that did that survey was like, oh, actually, I, 
we may have messed that one up. Uh, but it was, but because of that poll, that, that was sort of what made the Democrats nervous. Yeah. And so that's when they put, that's when, you know, I mean, they had Biden and Harris campaign for news. So they had Elizabeth Warren running ads and the ads weren't really even anything. Uh, all it was, was just like, Ooh, like Republican Trump. Recall. Trump. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, Republican recall. Ooh, Trump isn't, but it's all I could do in California is, 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 is just say, er, my girl, Trump. And, and then the Democrats will just flee for the polls and terror. Um, just, that's, that's just how it is here. It's, it, you know, how does that I work. I mean, how are these people so simple minded that that I mean, like you said, these ads were not good. It's not, it's not like and Gavin Newsom's not popular. I no, mean, it's he's like not. I... The, the fact that Californians are so susceptible to propaganda. I mean, man, like if this if this was within 10 points, even 12 points, I mean, just within. I, I don't know, man, like it's just. <laughs> And just the the state of California, I mean, COVID stuff aside, I mean, COVID tyranny aside, I mean, the, the homelessness everywhere, people defecating on the streets, the gas prices are twice as high as any other state. I mean, ga- gas is under, you know, it's, mm-hmm. I don't know, whatever, 270 something here. It's six bucks, five, six bucks oh, in California. Brutal. I mean, the, the, the taxes, they're the, the most taxed population in the country. It was the worst lockdowns and, and COVID policies anywhere. Regulations that make it impossible to start a business, and, it, and Democrats still refuse to vote for anybody that doesn't have a D next to their name. It's like, I think these people are just gone. Like, if 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 you won't stop voting against your own interests, if they won't even try to make their own lives better, it, it's a lost cause. And like, I don't know, man. For you and and a lot of other you know conservatives living in California, might be might be time to move. I mean, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at right now. Um, you know, it, it's, 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 uh, yeah, I mean, it's the ultimate cognitive dissonance. It's like, a lot, I know, like, a lot of Democrats complain here, Democrats in California complain about the homelessness and the crime and the cost of living, but then they still vote for the same people that, that made these things possible to begin with. It's the ultimate cognitive dissonance. And it's just like, oh, I can't vote for a Republican. Why? I, I just can't. Like, it's like, yeah, it's like at some point, you know, I respect I respect those, you know, on the right here who think that California can still be saved. It's worth fighting for, et cetera, et cetera. It's like at some point you just, you just have to, you know, realize that it's a lost cause and that there are some battles that are better fought elsewhere. I mean, there are certainly red states and purple states where, you know, people on the right could actually make a difference. I mean, three million people voted for the recall. Like, imagine if, three, if those three million, if, if those three million people went like to Texas or to Arizona or to Ohio or Florida, you know, or even somewhere like Michigan, yeah, or Pennsylvania, where, where, where a difference could actually be made, you know. Yeah. So, I, I mean, at, at some point, you know, people can do what they, they want to do, but you know, it, I, 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 I think it's certainly time to sort of like cut our losses. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and the, yeah, three million Republicans voted for the recall. There's something like between seven and eight million registered Republicans in the state. Yeah. Just, just get out, man. I mean, that that's a lot of people. Just move to a red state or a swing state. Save the country that way. <laughs> you know, get off the sinking ship. You know, and it's like Jesse Kelly and a bunch of a bunch of guys like that on the right have been talking about balkanization for a long time, about how that's like the only way to save the country. And they might be right, man. You know, like, I, at least if they're wrong, I can't put my finger on a better alternative. I mean, imagine, like you said, I mean, it, it wouldn't take a lot of people moving to these swing states to uh, to change the game. I mean, if a 
a couple hundred thousand conservatives moved to you know, right over the border, you know, a couple hours south to Arizona. I, I mean, that, that solidifies Arizona as a red state for a generation. You know what I mean? Like you and yeah, I were talking I mean, before the podcast, you're like, I don't know, man. Scottsdale's pretty nice. Yeah, as I was telling you, I was just in Scottsdale um, a couple weekends ago, and it, it was just striking, like how different it is compared to LA. Actually, before that, I was in Dallas. Like I've been, so the last couple of weekends, I've been like Dallas and Scottsdale. And it was just, it was so striking how different it was to what well, we here in California. It's like, you know, I, I didn't see any homelessness. I, I didn't see, um, the, you know, the streets were clean. Um, like nobody cared about masks or whatever. It was, I, I mean, it was like living in another world. Um, and it was kind of depressing to come back to LA, honestly, after, after, after all that. So, you know, it, it's kind of like once you taste freedom, it's hard going back to tyranny. Yeah. Um, so it's, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I think the California exodus is only going to, you know, it, it's only going to continue. Um, and, 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 and I would say like there'll be more momentum behind, I guess, like, you know, people leaving California, especially those on the right, um, including myself even, you know, I mean, nothing said in stone yet, but you know, I, it's, I am, it's something I'm definitely considering for sure. And I get, you know, I saw a lot of people on Twitter responding to uh, a lot of, I mean, a, a lot of Republicans were encouraging California Republicans to leave um, last night and this morning. And a lot of people, you know, California conservatives like, just stay, you know, no, just stay and fight, you know, don't let them win. I'm like, I don't know, man, <clears throat> look around. I, I don't think, I don't know, guys. <laughs> I think it's, I think the fight has been lost. I think it was probably lost a long time ago. I mean, there's. There's absolutely no chance in the next several decades for those 8 million Republicans to have any representation statewide. I just don't see... I mean, this is like the most unpopular a Democratic governor has been in a long, long time in California. Yeah. And it was a 30-something point blowout. I mean, like, this, this is the lowest right now is the lowest Gavin Newsom's approval rating is ever going to be. And he yeah. won by 30. It's like, I don't know, man. I don't. Yeah. And I, I, I guess the people try to make those feel better by saying, oh, we made this for $70 million. Oh, you know, we, we, we it's headway. It's like, no. Like, okay. Like, like, if there was a chance to ever see a Democrat governor, it, it, it was it, it was now. Like, yeah. the Democrats were caught off guard. They're not going to be. Like, Gavin Newsom's up for election next year. They're not going to be caught off guard again. Um, and it's and, and I'm sure they're going to start making changes to the recall process, make it harder to recall someone. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, and 100 oh, percent. Yeah. And, and and I'm sure now that we're going to see more mandates for Paul. I know that Newsom had talked about, like, putting mandates in for water rationing uh, after oh, the gosh. recall. Like, you know, that's that's probably going to be coming. Like, you know, it's for the it's. It's a losing battle. It's I would say it's a lost battle. It's a it's a lost cause. You know, it's it's it's. I think it's just time to say, like, we're done. Like, if, if this is what Californians want, then that's, you know, then you know you you you, you get what you vote for. But I, I think those of us on the right, we we don't have to be dragged along down with them. Yeah, and I like how how Jesse Kelly put it uh, on Twitter last night, and he said this before. You know, it's, he's like, there's a difference between a defeat and a strategic retreat. 
You know, <laughs> a strategic yeah. retreat is how you win wars. You know, you're not you're not admitting defeat. You're saying, you know, I'm going to go fight on another front. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. You know what I mean? Like it's Yeah. I mean, I, I live in a 70-30 um, Democrat-controlled city and county. I live in one of the bluest counties in the Midwest. You know, we haven't had a, a Republican uh, congressman since the 1970s. We haven't had a Republican mayor since 1984. Um, I've never been represented uh, on any level from city council, mayor, state rep, state senator, or congressman. I've never been represented by anybody but a Democrat in my entire life. I'm 32 years old. So, um, like, it isn't, like, Toledo and Lucas County, the county I live in, are a lost cause. Um, Marcy Kaptur, our congresswoman, uh, wins re-election with about 80% of the vote every two years. And she's been there, she's been, she was elected in 1980. Um, and she's, like, in her late 70s now. Um, and so, like, I understand, but, like, I, you know, it's counterbalanced by we do have a state government run by Republicans, and we have a supermajority in... Um, I believe the state Senate and a solid majority in the state house. So it's like my local officials can't oppress me too badly because the, the state will stop them. Um, so it's like, but like, I understand, but I'll never, like I worked, uh, on a, a mayoral campaign for a Republican a few years ago and, mm. um, he was the best candidate the city's had in decades and he got blown out. I mean, we didn't even make it past the primary. So, um, I, I, I understand strategic retreat like i vowed to never get involved with local politics ever again because it is a lost cause <laughs> it's like sometimes you gotta just turn, you, you gotta under you gotta read the writing on the wall sometimes like some like toledo's gone the republican party will never do anything here um I, unfortunately i think that also applies to the largest state in the union which is sad but it's like i just it well, is what it, it is it, man. It, 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 I, mean, I mean this is the state that once that gave us reagan and uh yeah. You know, I mean, it just goes to show that, like, I mean, Reagan always always said, you know, freedom is one generation away from extinction yeah. or whatever. It's like, well, look at California, like California. Fact, fact check pri- true. Yeah. Prime example, pri- prime example of that. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, what, 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 what can you do? Like, it's, yeah. it's, it's gone. It's, it's, it's done. You can move to Scottsdale. <laughs> I mean, like that. I mean, like Scott's. Like I said, Scottsdale was pretty great when I visited there. So it's, uh, yeah. I mean, that, that that'd be pretty cool. So General Mark Milley, Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, um, called the Chinese Communist Party to warn them about Donald Trump in January. Uh, the top-ranking general in the country committed literal treason. He sided with the Chinese Communist over his boss, the duly elected President of the United States. Aaron, pretty sure they used to hang dudes for this sort of thing. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, it, it, this is so egregious that like Alexander Benman, you know, who, yeah, who was the guy, yeah. the, 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 the guy who was behind or one, one of the key players behind, you know, the impeachment of Donald Trump was like, oh, it, it, it was like calling for Millie's head. So like if, if he's saying that, then yeah, it's bad. It's bad because like, I, mean, I mean, like the Chinese Communist Party, like they are the enemy. I mean, yeah. they are our number one geopolitical threat. Yes, and um, and if and if you and if you as a general are are calling them for advice or to give them advice over, uh, you know, to undermine your own boss, president of the United States, yeah, like that, that 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 that's bad, that's bad, and you should be held accountable. So, but will he? I, I you know, I, I don't think so. I mean, because the media could could care less because they're all, oh my God, orange man bad. 
Um, and and you know the unfortunately, I, I I think there are too many military generals who have gone woke now. Yeah. And like you know I, I you know this is this is gonna be that with a shrug, you know, and it'll be forgotten by the next news cycle. It's like Afghanistan. I mean, like, I, I mean, I, I mean, no, I mean, like, we, we, I think we've now moved past the point, the news cycle, where Afghanistan feels like eons ago, even though, like, there are still people dying the right in now. Afghanistan who are, who have been stranded and are now suffering in the hands of the Taliban. Uh, completely, completely unnecessary. Um, because, you know, we, I mean, there, 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 Anyone who says that like Biden was hamstrung by by Trump on withdrawal doesn't know what they're talking about because Trump yes Trump made a deal with the Taliban but the deal came with all these contingencies and conditions laid out to it and the Taliban violated all of those so Biden could have said like you know what no deal like yeah. we're staying and none of this had to happen but instead he's like no we're pulling out you know and was clearly haphazard and 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 left behind all these like equipment and weaponry the Taliban three, now has 360,000 assault rifles. Yep. And, and left behind all these Americans that, 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 like, that were literally turned away at, at, at Kabul airport, um, for reasons. Um, and so, you know, like this, I mean, like it's clearly this has had an effect on Biden's poll numbers as it should. So it's not media is just looking into, to like deflect and, you know, try and help Biden out by moving to other things, you know, like, like COVID um, and, you know, whatever else is the news cycle. And they'll do the same thing here with Millie. Like, I mean, just... to, to distract to distract from Afghanistan, Joe Biden went on TV and declared himself a fascist dictator. Yep. <laughs> like, that's a, that's that was his tactic, to distract from Afghanistan. And, man, this morning, the most disturbing part is the Democrats and the press love this. They love Millie. I know. They, they, they don't care that he committed treason. They like treason. They're a fan of treason if there's a Republican in office. A lieutenant colonel, I forget the guy's name, but a couple weeks ago, a lieutenant colonel was fired after criticizing Joe Biden's decision to leave thousands of Americans to die yeah. in Afghanistan. And the left and the press didn't care. And and now and they're going to make sure nothing happens to Milley for committing literal treason. And this man, I mean, he, he has to be hauled before Congress immediately, right? Like, he has to testify and answer questions. And I, I know that the Democrats in Congress will just line up to give him blowjobs, but, you know, Rand Paul <laughs> and, and the rest of the GOP, they'll tear this douchebag to pieces. And it better happen fast. I mean, the subpoena better be out not today. I mean, this is— Yeah. I, the, the American people deserve answers. Yeah, no, I, I, 100%. Um, I'm sure that he'll be called before Congress, and there will be— a bunch of theater, you know, where the, you know, I said that the, 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 the Democrats sing his praises, the Republicans will like express righteous indignation. Um, that'll be it, you know, like they'll, they'll, they'll be some, some sound bites, folks in the media. Um, but like, you know, it, that news cycle will come and go, people will forget about it, and no one will be held accountable. It sounds always goes, yeah, you know, be, because that's what happens when you are doing something that the Democrats like is that they, they will always circle the wagons around you, no yeah. matter what, you know? Um, yeah. and I mean, they, the it's, 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 it's fascinating, man. It's like they will literally circle the wagons around anybody, any leftist. If you are a leftist, the press and the Democrats will protect you. I mean, like, it doesn't matter yeah. how wicked, how evil you are, how stupid you are. I mean, they, like, they'll, they'll defend anything. They'll defend, I mean, like... They, 
They'll defend anybody. They'll defend... Ilhan Omar will say the most ridiculous anti-Semitic stuff she anybody can ever think of, and then Nancy Pelosi will defend her. I mean, AOC could literally, like... I, I mean, she could, like, live out a Babylon B article. She could actually super glue her face to a coffee table and the press would <laughs> defend it. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Like, like it's they'll circle the wagons around anybody. And like won't just one more thing before I let you go, like you you brought up the military being run by woke leftists and that's obviously true. And I that that's pretty terrifying, man. Like I don't know how you go about fixing something like that. Like generals care more right now about defeating Republicans than winning wars. Like I I don't know what that says about the future of the country. Like and also, I mean, the military is going to lose a lot of people this year uh, who are refusing to get vaccinated. I mean, that's that's something that nobody's talking about right now. There's a lot of, I don't know if it's thousands, tens of thousands, or hundreds of thousands of soldiers who are going to refuse to the, the vaccine and are going to be fired. And, I mean, that's obviously going to weaken the military. Like, I I don't know, man. If you <laughs> Look, I, I'm as anti-war as it gets, and, and you and I differ. We have differences of opinion on, on right. a lot of this stuff. But it's like, I still want us to have the most— badass military on the planet so we don't have to fight any more wars i mean that's yeah you know that that's the point and it's it's terrifying man walking these these generals talking about white rage and and orange man bad and all of this and then losing a war to the taliban and and then committing treason with the chinese communist party it's like I, i don't know how you can look at the state of our military and not be quite frankly terrified yeah i mean it it is terrifying and you and I mean, it's the kind of thing that that requires a systematic change, a systematic purging of of, of really of, of of the military leadership, and you know, bringing people back in charge who like who really are focused on national security of the country and not what Abram X Kennedy's next book is. Um, I mean, that's that's kind of, that's the kind of thing that 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 could take years to do. Um, but the enemy doesn't operate on that kind of timeline. Timeline, especially when the Taliban's back in charge. So, yeah, it's scary. I mean, pray for the country because you know it, it's going to be it's going to be a really rough ride for, for the next couple, next like two, three, four years. Yeah, man, I I totally agree. And and we ended this on such a uh, depressing note that. I'm going to bring it right back to football for like two minutes before <laughs> I let you go. <laughs> I wasn't going to do this, but I realized I didn't want to leave the audience uh, for the weekend on, on this low note. So we're going to pick the games for this weekend. Who's going to okay. win by how many points? Thursday night, Giants and Washington. By the way, I really hope Washington football team keeps the name Washington football team because it's hilarious. It is hilarious. Uh, oh, man, that's tough. I mean, if Fitzpatrick didn't get hurt, I, I would pick Washington here. Oh, I know. But... Uh, it's tough because the Giants are, are pretty bad. So um, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to take Washington for now, but like I might, I might change my mind on that. Yeah. I, I, so, so people understand. Like I, I I'm also finishing being fantasy football. I'm also in a, in a football pool. Um, it, with uh, with my dad and my brother and a bunch of other people uh, from my dad's work. Um, so so like so I actually make like, these picks every week. Um, so right now I probably go with Washington, but. You know, I, I could change my mind. Yeah, I'm going to go Washington. Daniel Jones sucks. Washington has a good defense. Yeah. The Washington footballs by three. How about Saints-Panthers? Saints. Yeah, you got to go. I mean, you can't just drop, like, 38 on Green Bay and lose to... Yeah, that... Yeah, no. Yeah, it's on Donner Robbie Anderson. <laughs> I mean, like, Christian McCaffrey's probably, like, the best player in the league, but, like, running backs just don't win your games. They just don't. 
Right. Well, I, I, the only one you gained if, if you have a good defense. Ooh, Bengals, Bears. I, I'm going Bengals all day. Bears uh, yeah, are terrible. <laughs> Bears, Bears are garbage. You know, I mean, I, I like, 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 I, I, I am a Justin Fields fan. I want oh, yeah, to draft him, though. Though I, I'm, I'm perfectly happy with, with Lance. But uh, yeah, I mean, outside of Fields, that that Bears team just garbage. I, I, I understand why. Matt Nagy, their coach, and their GM, Ryan Pacers, are still employed. Texans, Browns. I obviously have the Browns are just a way better team, but it would be. Oh, definitely. I, I mean, like, I, mean, I, that, will, be, I will be rooting for the Texans because, you know, same division. Oh, sure. Steelers, but, right. But, but that, I, I mean, like, that's that's an easy game. Like, it's Browns yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. They're just, Texans are just trash. Rams, Colts. Yeah, Rams are going to. Rams. Yeah. Rams. Carson Wentz is still Carson Wentz. So. <laughs> Broncos, Jags, man, I the Jags are terrible. I, I'm a I'm a fan of Trevor Lawrence, but man, that team yeah, me too. is just I mean, trash. I, I I very stupidly picked um the Jags over the Texans, and that was a mistake. So I'm not going to say mistake here. Dude, he threw um, the ball think... like fifty something times. Like you can't just ask a rookie in his first game <laughs> to just like throw the ball fifty five times. Like come on, man. Like you got yeah, no, no way. I, I, yeah, Broncos for sure. There's actually a good one. Because the Steelers beat the Bills, but I'm still I'm still high on the Bills. Bills, Dolphins. I got the Bills. Yeah, yeah. Patriots, Jets. Yeah, I gotta go Patriots. Patri- yeah, easy pick. Obviously, Niners, Eagles. I've got the Niners. You've got the Niners. I got the Niners. Although I I, I, I that's gonna be a tougher game than I think people initially thought. Um, but the Niners should win. Yeah, I mean Jalen Hurts can ball a little bit. He's a lot better than anybody thought. For but. sure, but I think in the key for him, actually beating him, it's like you, you have to contain him. Like you don't have to like sack him every play, but just to keep him in the pocket. And I, I, I think the Niners can pull a victory here. Oh yeah, but but but, but the Eagles might make it close. Yeah, I, I mean, I think Bosa's gonna Bosa and those guys are gonna make his life miserable. Yeah, I mean, well with with the Niners being so in a corner, like the pass rush is gonna have to step up. So and and they're with Bosa and D Ford healthy, like I mean that that's they're more than capable of rising to the challenge. Steelers Raiders Steelers are gonna beat that ass. Yeah, I, I mean that, Steelers that, defense that, that, is that, gonna that, that, just that should be a, like Derek Carr is not uh, Derek Carr is not that great of a quarterback. Like he's good, but he's not great. That defense should like eat. Oh yeah, man. On, on their, yeah. their offensive line isn't very good, and yeah, the Steelers defensive line is probably the best in the league. I mean, they're ridiculous. Outside of the Niners, like Niners and Steelers defensive lines are up, are up there. It's between those two, yes. It is yeah. definitely between those two. Vikings, Cardinals, dude. I'm gonna go. I this is my upset. I'm gonna pick because the Vikings look bad and they lost in overtime to the Bengals, who are not that good. But I'm actually gonna take. I just have a feeling about this game that the Vikings are gonna go win. Oh, I mean, I, you know, me and Arizona, like they're the NFC West rivals. So I hope you're right. But I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the I'm gonna go with the Cardinals here. I just have zero faith in Kirk Cousins. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean that's probably the right call. I just have a feeling about it. Falcons right. Bucks. I mean that somebody might die in that game. <laughs> the Bucks are gonna the Bucks are gonna put, hang fifty on them. It's yeah. gonna be ugly. Cowboys Chargers. I could pick an upset Ooh. there. I could pick an upset. I don't know. I don't. Dak looked really good. Screw it. Upset he- Chargers. Let's go. Yeah, I'm rather with you, Chargers, because screw the Cowboys. Sorry, Jeremy, yeah, and so, sorry, um, sorry, failing New York Times, but uh, 
you know, I, I kind of got the upset here. I mean, I get the failing New York Times. I, I, we have to add, I don't think I've ever asked Jeremy how he ended up a Cowboys fan. Yeah, I, I want to say I've heard him. I've I, I seen him explain it once or twice, but I don't remember. Now. He's from Jer- he's from Jersey. Oh no, his wa- I think his wife's from Dallas. Oh, that's what. That's it right. Okay. His yeah. wife's from Dallas. Yep, yep. Screw the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah. Um, Titans Seahawks. Man, the Titans look terrible. I mean, they yeah, were. Oh man, they were I would, legit I would love last to year. The, I would love to the Titans, but I I I, I think they, I think they have a new offensive play caller who's just awful, just garbage. So yeah, I gotta go with the Seahawks here. Unfortunately, yeah, I, mean, I really don't like the Seahawks, but yeah, I would say I don't either. <laughs> Chiefs, Ravens. I've got the Chiefs, man. Yeah, the Chiefs. Chiefs. I mean, I mean, the Ravens. Uh, I think I think they're taking a step back this year. Which I, which I know, like you love to see, but it's, um, yeah, no Chiefs for sure. Yeah, I mean, like you know, I I hate rooting for the Chiefs because it's like rooting for like the Empire and Star Wars. Yeah, but uh, I mean, like you know, this is probably like the only game all year I'll root for the Chiefs against the the evil sure. Baltimore Ravens. But oh yeah, but I just think I mean they're gonna you know, they're gonna hang a lot of points on that defense. And then yeah. Lions Packers. I mean who that'll I mean Packers, you gotta I mean, go Packers, if, there's, but... if there's ever a game where Aaron Rodgers can bounce back <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's that it's that what you would hope be against the Lions, yeah. Like if you told me that the league just changed the schedule around to help out Aaron Rodgers this week, it wouldn't be the craziest idea. Yeah, no, it wouldn't be. I mean, like the Lions, they uh, like I know they kind of came back on your team after Shanahan benched the entire starting lineup, <laughs> but yeah, like they don't even have a receiver. I mean, they're they're like Jared Goff just has Hawkinson, the tight end, and the running yeah. backs. Like they're just like they're just. I feel bad, man. I I live I live like forty five miles from Detroit, like I'm right on the Ohio Michigan line. And I just I know a lot of Lions fans, and they deserve happiness in this world, but trash, straight trash, yeah, just straight absolute trash. trash. Aaron, my brother, thanks for doing this. We'll do it again soon. Where can everybody read your stuff and follow you online? Uh, yeah. So as people know, I write for the Jewish Journal, so you can find me there um, on Twitter. I go under the handle of Bandler's Banter. Um, yeah, read my stuff. It's pretty great. Um, I mean, I may talk about anti-Semitism. Let me write about anti-Semitism in Israel stuff, which we didn't talk about today. But, but, but I'm sure we will in the future. So, Absolutely. Everybody follow Aaron. He's great. That's all I got for today. I'm Brady Leonard. I'll be back on Monday. No gimmicks. Um.